Hey everybody, welcome back to Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Miami. My name is Bob Babbitt. We're brought to you by Challenge North America, City Bikes, Veneto, the Challenge Athletes Foundation, Florida Dairy Farmers, and Wahoo. Our next guest, three-time Ironman world champion, two-time Ironman 70.3 world champion, Olympic gold medalist, and a legend, one of the legends of all time in the sport of triathlon, Mr. Jan Ferdano. I was running out of adjectives. I'm like, there's, there's, I could go on all day just introducing you. Oh, it's, uh, it's been a fantastic few years, honestly. I remember the first time you interviewed me, and it, uh, it's, it's been a, a really, really cool journey ever since, so I'm just always happy to be here. It's, breakfast, despite not quite being breakfast time, but you know, I like it. It's always a treat. So, you've had an opportunity, you watch Challenge Daytona, and you're like, okay, it's, it's, 50 miles, it's in aero position, I can get ready for that, and then you come here and this is 37.5, and it's a little different than just being an aero. There's a wind on the backside, it's, it's a road course, it's, the roads are a little choppy. What are your thoughts on this course? Um, quite frankly, it's been it's been a real positive surprise. You know, I, I came in late. I had uh, I had a fair bit of trouble getting here. It, <laughs> yeah, in fact, a little it was, bit. Yeah, it, it was legendary getting here. And uh, I finally got here. And then uh, just earlier today, actually, I had a chance to look at the course. I got up in the middle of the night, basically, just to get that opportunity to make sure we get the window. And um, I, I was dumbstruck. I, I I couldn't believe it. This course is it's really fun. It really is genuinely fun. I, I exactly like you said. Said I was thinking NASCAR. I was thinking ovals. You know, I was thinking of like going up on the on the banks and trying to attack, you know, like they do in the yeah. six day racing. Yes. Um, I, I I'm really yeah, I'm really stoked. I mean, honestly, at the moment, beggars can't be choosers. So any race is a good race, I figure. Um, and then star started field, uh, epic course. Uh, I'm 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 happy. Twenty four hours in, and I'm I'm smiling. So, but it's with the wind, and it seems like it's always fifteen to twenty five mile an hour winds out here. Uh, the backside there it could be a little scary. There might be some people going down. Um, it, it, it's got potential. It's definitely yeah. got potential. I mean, we went around it this morning without any wind, and, and that was pleasant. And yes. we were like, yes, this is great. And then the wind picked up more and more. And the thing what happens is there are a couple of switchbacks in the turn. So you go from straight on being in the wind to having a fairly narrow turn and then hitting the wind head on. And that's, of course, quite tricky with the deep section wheels disc mm -hmm. wheels you know they pick it up and they push you out that extra half a meter which you've got i mean it's it's made for cars so it's obviously pretty wide um but then there's a couple of changes of surface between concrete and and, and bitumen and um yeah interesting for sure i just hope it doesn't rain <laughs> oh my god it rained a little earlier today i saw lionel riding around in the rain here and i'm like ooh, i'm worried about that rain could be a problem yeah but he also if he rode later he didn't see the he didn't see the technical bit so that'll be that'll be fine on the oval you're fine for the tech for the rain but the inside is definitely uh yeah yeah tricky. so coming off a year where you break the ironman course record you win your third ironman and then we go into COVID you know, shutdown. How hard has this been for you, just not having races on the calendar? And, you know, a clock is ticking and you're going, losing a year to get your fourth Ironman World Championship. Nobody ever likes that. But how have you dealt with it? 
Yeah, I mean, the way you say it, a fourth Iron Man title, you know, the, the, there's so much more, and I, I don't really count the titles, I count the projects, I, I, I look at the projects, and mm. it's, it's sad to miss out on something like that when you're so dedicated and focused and, and everything is just a churning performance machine trying to get, you know, through all the ups and downs, because obviously it, it's never a linear path to get there. Um, and the year's had its own challenges altogether. I can't deny that I definitely have had a good time spending more time with my kids. That's been that's been pretty cool. Yeah. Um, trying some other ch- uh, projects, which we just started, you know, between a cafe, hotel, a charity project, which we're about to launch, all these kind of things. I mean, we've talked about charity, I don't know how many times behind the scenes, and, and, and it's never come of it simply because I can't do it with my training and my right. commitments, and, and it's a year that's been fantastic for that. But uh, I sure as heck am back. I'm, I'm very happy to be back here racing. Can you share anything on the charity, or is that just uh, premature at this point? Um, no. Well, we're uh, we're looking to um, to build a pump track um, just around uh, the outskirts of Girona, um, where we're building a, a big pump track that we're you now know. What's a, pu- a pump a track? A pump track is where basically um, it's it's like a BMX park almost. Oh, okay. You know where you just you, you have to little go with the rhythm. Dudes, you yeah, don't yeah. have to have to pedal. You just go with the rhythm of those little bumps. Right. And the sharp turns and all this kind of thing. So we're looking to introduce underprivileged kids uh, to cycling, to um, mingle. You know the the wealthy world of cycling with the underprivileged world of where we're building it right. um, because the pandemic and this came through this triathlon at home um, struck really, really hard and we had a fair bit of money to donate where we basically handed out 180 meals uh, three, three times a week um, to people you know, just in front of our doorstep who basically didn't have Out of the cafe? N- the, the cafe wasn't launched at that oh, time. Oh, that's right, we, yes. We contracted another business that was in trouble at the time that obviously wasn't allowed to to operate and they catered for us so we could save a business and we could you know do a little bit in our community to help but it always raised the question of what's next what can we do next and of course we all know triathlon is a beautiful sport but it's not necessarily the coolest sport you know it's not the x games we're not talking snowboarding skateboarding all that kind of thing so to get young kids involved I was looking for a fun part of of what to do and this pump track is exactly that you know you can bring any form of wheels on it, be it a skateboard, be it a, a, a city hire bike, be it right. a road bike, whatever you want. You can go on there with a time trial bike if you're good enough. You know? right. it's, it, it's, it's just good fun to do laps on a technical course and you can do it from any age and this is really our starting point where we're looking to engage with the community, get kids on bikes. Um, we've got 850 kids signed up and we haven't even started. Um, How cool is so that? So it, it, it's it's small by your terms, by 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 no. Challenge Athletes Foundation terms, but definitely something that I think we're going to grow in the future, and I'm I'm really excited about. You know, it's it's funny because I, I think our sport is it's a small sport with a big heart, and and it, w- watching you know the Brownlee Foundation and now what you're doing, and we've we've I just love the fact when athletes give back because really what you're doing is you're you're giving the gift of fitness which is going to help these kids be good at everything they do from now on. Yeah, it's a gift of fitness, but it's also the gift of opportunity. You know, really, it is my path. It's where I've come from. Right. Uh, it's how I've come to be who I am is through sport. Uh, and and, and yes. giving people, and especially in troubled times like this, an identity is always, I think, uh, I mean, it's fascinating to see. Honestly, I've never been that engaged as I was last year and, and going around. And, and, and yeah, just it's, it's an incredibly good feeling, actually, to give. 
What's interesting to me is, is what, we, what you guys do for a living can be considered very selfish, right? You go out and you swim, you bike, you run. Having that give back component to it makes those workouts mean something, right? And, and when you're hurting in a race, you can draw on that, I'm guessing. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure. I, I look at it from a performance standpoint. You okay. know, it really yeah. is. It's something uh, once I get off the bike that I just enjoy doing and that I can see, you know, um, being something really nice for the future and something of, you know, shaping the place I live um, right. in, a, in a positive way. And I've always admired you for what you do uh, in, in that regard. You know, um, it, it really is fascinating what you guys have put up. And, and I really see that. You know, it's worthwhile. I can only uh, recommend it to, to all the guys, out, guys and girls out there to, uh, to get involved in some sort of charity. It's pretty cool. So this event is probably closer to your roots of Olympic distance, right? <laughs> the roots from the Olympic gold back in 2008 than to the 112-mile Ironman roots. Uh, are you looking forward to it? It's, it's, this is going to be fast and furious. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely uh, a, a way back in time. Uh, I definitely, you know, throughout the last few weeks, the course kept getting a little bit shorter and then a little bit shorter. It started off at 70K and then ended up at 60. The swim was a half, I think, at first. Anyways, it's, uh, I'm just excited that I'm back here, you know, and it is what it is. Um, probably from all the guys here, I, I, I probably have the, the, the most experience on the shorter mm. Olympic distance. But, you know, 2008, you said it, it's a long time ago. Um, on the other hand, it's very early in the season. Um, and I think it's just, it's, it's a good way to start a season just to right. try and punch out some bigger numbers and a little bit more hurt um, before you then go into what will hopefully happen in October. So, speaking of October, you obviously are already... You're already in, right? They're not doing a quality. Pros, you guys don't have to qualify by, by winning. You're you don't have to quote unquote validate anymore. Yeah. So do you, there's also Challenge Roth in September. There's a Collins Cup in August. There's all sorts of major things. And we see everything is going to be in the fall. Obviously, number one is going to be Kona. Will you try to do something else before that? I, I hope so, but I can't realistically say that I'd do an Ironman or, or no. Iron Distance race in September. It'd just be... It's too ridiculous. It'd, it'd be yeah. Yeah, suicidal, I think, for the athlete that I am. You can see it working for someone like Cameron Worth, you know, who's done well of racing three or four weeks out from, uh, from Kona. Right. Uh, I'm not that kind of athlete. Uh, and, and I think everybody has to decide that for themselves and see, see where they're at. Personally, I feel that, yeah, well, I definitely want to do something between now and then. You know, it's a very long stretch yes. and, and um, got some ideas in the back of my mind. But realistically, I'm just keeping fingers and toes to cross that second weekend in October. We're, we're back on. How have, you, how have you had to adapt to being a little bit older in terms of your, your training? How have you adapted to... You know, have you had to cut back? Do you do less speed? Do you do more speed and less distance? What do you, what do you uh, how do you adapt to age? Quite luckily so far, um, I haven't noticed too much. Um, it honestly, uh, it's, it's been an interesting year because obviously last year I never went to that limit. Mm. Um, I never went to the extra mile. Um, the other thing is that I haven't actually raced with a pair of carbon shoes, let alone trained with a pair of carbon shoes. So all of a sudden you're running these sets and you're like, man, that's really good. But then you're like, 
that's, you know, they, they do help and they do definitely make you faster. And all of a sudden you're like, well, do I kind of have to deduct something off the sets that I did last year? Or, you know, it's kind of, it, it's tricky to, to gauge where, where the form actually is, especially when you're tired and, and in a continuous block right. like that. It really was um, quite late that I was, that I was confirmed for this race or that I knew about this race, uh, honestly. And, um, you know, ever since I've been in that go, go, go mode, which is right. fatigue and accumulating more fatigue and just making sure I get things done. Um, but I haven't really noticed. Um, That's good. Any setbacks so far. I love that. And like you said, you've been able to spend more time with the kids. What type of things you've been doing? You get out and do some skiing or what have you been doing? Yeah, we spent a fair bit of time skiing, took the little man um, up the mountain. Actually, a little girl as well. She came up, but, you know, at, at, at sort of two years old, it's, it, it's a bit soon. Um, but, yeah, other than that, we've been going mountain biking, plenty of mountain biking um, around the trails, which is really getting fun, you know, to that age where you can actually go and ride a few easy single trails. Um, again, uh, very rewarding and, and very disconnecting after what is you know, the normal continuity where everything is always mono-focused about numbers and heart rates and pace and all these kinds of things and just go to the mountain and switch off and just, you know, get, get excited about taking a drop that that's, you know, it's a couple of inches high, but your little man's taking that drop for the first time and it's, it's exciting. It's a couple inches more than you ever did before. Absolutely. That is very cool. So we see this, uh, the Challenge North America series eventually 15 events around mm. Canada and the U.S. and at speedways around, around the North America. Uh, just from your brief experience riding here, are you excited about where this whole thing is going? I mean, my personal feeling is this is a, this is a toy box, right? That you could be doing tri-clinics, run clinics, do a, you could do anything you wanted out here, and you could do it Monday through Friday, right? It wouldn't matter. You don't have to block off a road. But as a guy who's been in the sport forever, does this type of thing excite you? To be honest, you know, I, I, I hear the word game changer so many times. Yeah. And I'm like, just anybody, just come close to even thinking about changing the game, really. It, it's, just, just do it. it, it just do it. But um, very often it's just things that are warmed up. Whereas here I have been more than positively surprised because I honestly thought that the monotony of doing laps would be, you know, something that would make it a COVID solution. Um, quite frankly, this kind of course that I've seen here this morning and, and the whole facility has made me realize that this is definitely a, a super cool future part, especially for the pro racing. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure the entire speedway itself is adapted to an age group race, but similar to what they're doing here, you know, the age group race actually goes mm -hmm. out. Um, but to showcase the sport and to make for exciting racing, I, I think this is actually or could be a bit of a game changer. <laughs> I, I hate to use the word, but I think it's pretty, well, it's pretty exciting. I, I don't use that word a lot either. No, that, that's <laughs> definitely you've seen more than me. I, I'm, I've been, I'm totally sold. I just think it's a great kind. Uh, anything that keeps people away from cars during races, I think is a good thing. And I, li I like this a lot. So, hey, as always, Thank you so much for everything you do. And if people want to support your charity, where can they go? Um, we'll be launching it officially later in the month. Okay. Um, so we'll publish everything and, and, and we're working together with a bigger foundation that will help us um, facilitate um, kind of donations and all these kind of things. But yeah, first and foremost, we'd like to pitch the idea and show what we're actually about and show what we want to do. And um, yeah, stay tuned later in the month. And, and I can come ride on the course? You can definitely come ride. It'd be an honor to have you. 
<laughs> Jan Ferdano, three-time Ironman World Champion, has been our guest. This is day one of Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Miami. Hold on, everybody. We will be right back.